It's on? Oh. Are we recording? Sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's just going to be a regular conversation. So if we roll into something cool. naturally and then we're like, oh, you know what? I don't want that public or I don't want my boss to know that or yeah, something yeah. like that. Sounds good. Then we'll take it out. No bosses. Okay. <laughs> and so um, I guess we'll start. You ready? Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to I Know the Owner, a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. I'm Charlene Wellington, your host and owner, and I'm here with Carly Mon. Nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. Right on the money. Um, welcome. <laughs> Thank Hi. You. Thanks, thanks. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, we met because you were cleaning my beer lines, <laughs> and that was true. amazing. And... I know we met before because this wasn't the first time, um, but I came upstairs and there you were cleaning the beer lines in a spot where I expected to see a man. <laughs> and, and I was like, this is amazing. Ladies. So, <laughs> I Indeed. Love, I love that. Um, oh, we're at Hinterlands Bar, by the way. The bar is open. So if you hear people Yay. shouting... Um, it's because they're having a good time because we're at 35%. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Love it. So I guess I should start with how did you get into beer line cleaning? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's an accumulation of things, uh, but I guess I was working at a spot that I will not name and okay. uh, knew that they weren't cleaning their lines frequently. And I guess, mm-hmm. I, you know, as a bartender and you want things to move quickly and you want to make yeah. money and that's your thought process. So I was dealing with foamy beers at places and mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, it really slowed me down. So I really wanted to get to know more about how to control those things and make uh-huh. more money faster. Were and you already into beer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've been, so I like to call myself a beer tender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most of okay. us do in the craft beer industry. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I, I've been working in craft for, I guess, about 13 or 14 years, serving craft beer specifically. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I just, I gravitated towards line cleaning. I took a course, a three-day course mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania on it okay. and got certified, which I think I'm the only one in the company who actually has that. Oh, uh, wow. Which is, yeah, so, but the, most of the training, you learn everything you know so, during that because it's very hands-on. So. so you worked in a spot where... The owners kind of, we'll say, kind of didn't give a fuck. They neglected. And, <laughs> and we've all worked in places like that um, where the owners were a little bit more relaxed and you, like, pick up some change on your way to work. And yeah. And you get some limes on your way. So that was, like, what, Essentially, yeah, what started yeah. it. And you were like, yeah. I want to serve clean, nice yeah, beer. exactly. So I'm going to figure and out how to quicker, clean these. make money. Yeah, because it was just a matter of, like, I'm pouring foam consistently and uh-huh. now I'm, like, not making any money. I'm wasting time doing this, you know, which, so yeah, clean lines, pouring a perfect beer, all those things. Okay. And that's what got me into it. I mean, it's very technical. I like working with tools. Uh-huh. I also kind of enjoy the fact that I'm the only female in the company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of cool to talk about and think about and feel strong and feel good about that. Yeah. And you have to move a lot of kegs. You gotta move a lot of kegs, yeah. I gotta climb so. on a lot of kegs, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so... So you were bartending first, which is perfect, because then I can ask you how you got into bartending. Yes, yes. Um, I think I actually tried to avoid it uh, for most of my life. Uh, I, was, I went to college upstate, and then mm-hmm. 
my mom was always like, you, you would be so good at it. It'd be such good extra money. Your wow. brother did opposite. it. opposite. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do that. Opposite. I know, it was so weird. She's like, you're so good with people and whatever. And I just didn't want, I had no interest. I, my brother had a terrible experience at TGI Fridays. And I was oh, like, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. Um, but then I got into grad school and I, I was waiting tables mostly at first. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think got me you know, really into the hospitality side of it. I ended up being really good at it. So uh-huh. Was um, that in New York? Yeah, I was, I waited tables at this place on 19th and Park called Big Daddy's. Okay. I don't know if you know it, it's a diner. I don't. Yeah, Big Daddy's Diner. <laughs> Getting Stuart knows it, he's Stuart. nodding. It was, it, it was also, it was god awful, I'll be uh-huh. honest. It was like one of those places that, yeah, it was just like a bunch of young kids. You had to do all three jobs, like a host and then a bartender uh-huh. and waiting tables, like kind of at the all same of, time or not at the same rotate? time, but you rotated. And uh-huh. uh, I didn't know the menu. I was going to school. I had I worked like one or two days a week, and uh-huh. so I had like no idea what I was doing. And that was like my first experience. And you thought I, you would think that that would just deter me, but it didn't. I came back from worse. So how did you get that job? Uh, I, you had to get it through a friend. So my best they, friend they from were high sought was after. There. You <laughs> had to have an in. <laughs> you had to Big have Daddy. That's it. That's Is it, it still there? It, I believe it's still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful place, but it's just the people were terrible. So <laughs> I was not into it. Um, but and then I moved back to Long Island after that because I was going mm-hmm. to Hunter in the city. Uh huh. And um, and then I moved back and I was like, I guess I have to pay these loans now. So yeah. I have to figure out something. And uh, I went to a place called Croxley Ale House, which there are several locations. I'm mm-hmm. sure that you may have been to I, the one on Avenue B or maybe I the one at Williamsburg. It. It's a huge craft beer bar. And that's, I yeah. have to admit, I don't drink beer. <laughs> ah, I know. I found this out recently I and I was like, I was I a little bummed, but understandable. I was, I was a person that, like, when I first started drinking, I drank whatever there was. And, of course, if there was beer, I drank beer. And then I started bartending at um, 18. How old were you when you started? I was 22. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I needed to have, like, my drink because I was underage. So I needed to have a classy drink to order. So I started drinking... Um, booze, but I never really liked beer. And then there are some times where, like, a beer is the only thing that will fit that situation. Sure. But for the most part, I drink, like, tequila or tequila and soda, and I, I don't drink that much anymore. And I can't tell the difference between different beers. I can't taste wow. the difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what yeah. I do. I, can, yeah, I know. I so know. Funny. I was like, this is going to be an interesting conversation that's because so I don't know. And those are, like, my favorite customers, too, mm-hmm. like, even now. Just people who, like, like, aren't used to stuff. I could tell you the difference between, like, um, I mean, like I a Budweiser and a, and a, <laughs> and a six-point, but I couldn't tell you the difference between, like, a six-point and, like, uh, like even really a Brooklyn lager. Sure. Like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I feel like, the, you know, most folks don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a yes. very small pocket. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, I don't discriminate uh, against any booze, really, oh, in good. general. I drink it all. So... So you worked at Big Daddy's. Yep. And then was bartender one of the three jobs everyone had yeah. to do, or did you yeah. get promoted? No, it okay. was. I was like mostly serving, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty terrible. I <laughs> ended up getting assigned. Uh, I hadn't worked in like maybe two weeks, and they put me on, and then they uh-huh. put me on one of the busiest shifts, and the owner was there, mm-hmm. and I had no idea 
he ordered an item that was on the menu, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that it was, and I told him that we didn't have it. Oh, no. Did you know he was the owner, or was he, like, incognito? I did, but okay. I was like, he's like, no, I you can make anything. I own this place. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, like, a weird happenstance, and I was just flustered, and it was terrible. Did but you get fired? I did not get fired. Okay. Like, shockingly, I left okay. on my own accord. Yeah. But not that day. Not that day. I should okay. have, though. I okay. should have ran for the hills. <laughs> was the owner pissed? They were a little upset, yeah. I think the manager was more upset, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Oh. I'm saying hi to people. It's just my instincts in hospitality. Oh, that's hilarious. I was hey. like, oh, you know you know our no, customers. I have no idea who that is. No. <laughs> oh, that's why he moved my phone, because it was making noise. And I always forget to shut off my ringer, which you did when you came in, right? I think, I, oh, yeah, sure. That's, sure. I mean, I, don't, I thought I saw you do it. I don't it, think I ever have And it I'm on. like, that's so smart. But I did not. But I'll put my phone in my pocket. It's Boom. It interacts with the mic, Stuart. So. Oh, got it. Heard. And... So, all right, so you're at Big Daddy's, you're yep. around 22, yep. you were going to Hunter at the time? Or? Yeah, okay. I was, and then I dropped out. <laughs> and then I also dropped out of Hunter. Hunter is one of the four colleges I went to. Wow, yeah, <laughs> I went to three, that was my it. third, yeah. I liked it. I liked I, it too, yeah. I went to Peru with like, uh, no, that was not Hunter. Where did I, I went to Argentina oh, with Hunter. Oh, heck yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. I went to Ghana with Binghamton University. Oh, awesome. Which was dope, yeah. 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 I rec- if you can ever do a... Uh, like a travel course, do it because it's amazing for the listeners that are <laughs> for, eighteen for and listeners. under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely over twenty-one when I did that, but still, it doesn't yeah, matter. I was I was close too, if yeah. not twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. So I left the city and uh, dropped out. I just was like not feeling that school, not feeling the big daddies at all in any means. Hmm. Um, and then I applied to one of my local bars in my hometown because I moved in with my parents for a, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Did not last long. But um, uh, they asked, and it was this bar that had 60 taps. Okay. And, like, over 100-plus bottles and cans. Wow. So th- my interview was with... Was that in Long Island? Yeah. Okay. There's, I think, four or five locations on Long Island. There okay. was one in the city, Avenue B, which is no longer there, unfortunately. And then one in Williamsburg, which is still around, um, called Croxley House. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I got... Hired shockingly with very little Big Daddy's experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> and did you, um, did you I, have to know all the beer? In order I, to so get hired? I mean, it got like I got most of my knowledge through that, like right off the bat. I didn't had no idea about craft beer going into it. Wow. And, yeah. So <laughs> did they? And they asked you at the interview, and did you lie or did you they say did. like? No, I, I love telling this story <laughs> too because they were like. What do you? What's like your favorite beer to drink? Or and I'm mm-hmm. like, I like Blue Moon. Like I had no idea what I was uh-huh. talking about, which is a huge, you know, mic- macro brewery, and uh-huh. I didn't know any better. And but I, at the time, I was drinking like Ithaca Apricot Wheat, which is actually really good, and they served it at a local pub mm-hmm. near my school. So uh, yeah, I get, they hired me on that. I mean, based on that, and okay. I guess I did something right. So yeah, yeah, and it was honestly one of the best places I've ever worked. I'll be honest, the money was crazy good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the it was running around like a mad person. Yeah, and um, you had to explain all the different beers to all the people. Yeah, it was intense. It was like <laughs> a threefold menu of just all the things that we had um so I got thrown into it pretty quickly yeah Mm -hmm. but I fell in love with beer it was I mean I owe it to that place really to where I am and my 
experience and everything I've done up until there and a huge advocate of craft beer and being a woman also is a huge mm-hmm. thing in that. And there's like a whole culture and, you know, uh, New York City women in beer and this whole thing. And it's great. Oh, what's that like? It's I'm wonderful. Like, I'm like, I mean, tell me yeah, about this culture. Yeah, I mean, we just, I know nothing. There's like a huge Slack channel on there, uh-huh. and um, there's brew days, and and uh, you know, just lots of advocating for more females in the industry because mm-hmm. it's obviously a very male dominated. Yes. has been for a long time, but um, like I was saying before, I worked at a, I work now at a place called Beer Witch, uh-huh. which uh, witches were like the original. Um, Brewers of oh. beer, so it was women who were spearheading beer back in age old. And they days. were killed over it. That's it. They were killed. <laughs> we were literally killed. And to then get the out men of were like, "Now this is ours. <laughs> this is our thing." So yeah, it became very, very easily transitioned into men. <laughs> so you left that place. Why'd you leave that place? Um, it sounds like they had nice, clean beer they, lines. They did. They did. It turns out, yeah. Um, I. It was crazy. I ended up living in Long Beach at the time, and uh-huh. Sandy happened. Oh, wow. It was, okay. two th- I guess that was 2012, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. Yeah, I like, it's been so long. Um, and I got, yeah, my whole apartment got flooded. And oh, wow. I was still working there, and then I was talking to my best friend who went to NYU, and we were tight in high school, and she... Basically, was like you need to move to the city. Like you're mm-hmm. drowning on Long Island. It's not for literally you. drowning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it just wasn't for me. And I, I always, I never really thought I'd end up on Long Island. Uh-huh. Like I definitely thought I'd move to either the city or Brooklyn or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then I just nobody left. thinks they're going to end up in Long Island. I mean, really, <laughs> you just uh, some people get stuck. I just, just it happens. was never for me. It was yes. never for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had I um, ran into an ex at a party, and he was like. I just bought a house in Long Island. You could have had all this. Oh, my gosh. Who says that? Fuck you. (laughs) Great. Enjoy that. When did I ever express interest in a house in Long Island? Gross. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was, I mean, Sandy literally pushed me out. Wow. Yeah. So I I ended up quitting, um, which was so heartbreaking because I loved that place and I loved Uh those people and my customers. I I still have customers that come see me and to this day from that spot which really? is like they 11 or 12 years ago Brooklyn. they do a lot of them live out here okay. some people live out here so yeah like I had a guy come in to Beer Witch on Friday who I've been serving for the last like 12 years oh wow <laughs> yeah it's crazy so it's nice it's been really nice but then I moved yeah then I moved I moved into downtown Brooklyn okay super random yeah yeah and where'd you work there? So I, I kind of took like a month off to figure out what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in craft beer mm-hmm. because I was so enthralled by the whole thing. I mean, uh-huh. I was serving such good beer at such a huge establishment. So I tried to find what, you know, back in 2012, what craft beer bars were yeah. like. And they claim that they're craft beer bars, but you go in and it's like very basic, you know. Okay. And I was looking for something a little more upscale. What did you find? So, I, well, I ended up getting a job at this place called O'Keefe's. I don't know if you know it on. Um, yes, on Atlanta. Gosh, it's like down, yeah, down in, by Atlantic? the Court Street, by the Courts. Yeah, it's past Atlantic. I want to say it's Court oh, Street. Oh, it's near Queen. It's near Queen Italian Restaurant. Yes, it's not. Where's that? Is that over there? That's yeah. on Court. It's Queen like is on Tr- Court. Like, or something weird like that. Um, 
I definitely know of it. Okay. I, I know of it. It was like, it's like a staple Irish pub mm-hmm. over there. Not a lot of craft beer there. They have a decent amount of okay. like beer on tap, but not necessarily like microbreweries. So. Okay. Yeah, and then I got hired there, which was interesting. And a lot you see guys coming in drinking at 8 a.m., like coming from the courthouses. Uh-huh. Like it was unbelievable. They're yes. like, you know, drinking scotch at like 8 a.m. So mm-hmm. that was really interesting. Um, and then I ended up leaving there um, and I got a job at this spot in the city called Taproom 307, uh, okay. which is kind of where, I, well, that's where I met my now boyfriend. And, mm-hmm. uh, We've been together ever since. It's that's been like seven years ago or something like that. Taproom yeah. 107. What neighborhood is that? That is in Gramercy. Yeah, 23rd okay. and 3rd. Yeah, and they had 40 beers on tap, tons of bottles and cans. How uh, many beers on yeah. tap do you have to have to be a craft beer bar? <laughs> Honestly, it- you could have like four if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah, I think if you have like a, you know a decent amount of like bottles and cans of some really obscure oh, okay. stuff, you know, I guess like you know. Anything, like, out of the norm, not, like, you know, Stella or, yeah, just those basic things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that spot was really cool. Uh, I went there specifically because there's a sommelier working there. There's a beer sommelier. Oh, wow. Which is, like, a whole other, yeah. How do you you become a beer sommelier? So it actually has a name. It's called a Cicerone. So there's, like, an exam and everything. There's, like, several different stages. Is that a new thing, or has it always been? No, it's been been? around for a long time. It's just more, it's becoming more and more uh, reputable these days. It's a hard test. Yeah? Yeah, I've taken the first level, but there's, like, four levels, and they're insane. How'd you do on the first level? Amazing. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to go for that? It's very easy, but, yeah, uh, the second one is really hard. Okay. So I'm probably not. I just... What do you have to know? All the things like origin and you know actually draft tech stuff is a part of the exam. Which okay. I, would obvi- I, I guess I would excel at. I hope. I hope so. <laughs> that would be weird <laughs> if I didn't. Um, yeah, there's like a whole tasting portion. Okay. It's similar, it's similar to wine. Are you gonna go for it? I don't think so. It's like it's like one of those things that it, you know it's like a money making industry yeah. and, also. And I, I feel like you're <laughs> not gonna get the pay raise that you would deserve for having that. Degree, Some degree, people, yeah, totally. Like, I just like having like, a master's in beer, but you're not getting yeah, paid. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like you know. So I feel like I don't know. I don't need it at this point. If my palate isn't like refined, and it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm nodding, by the way, which is not really how you communicate in a podcast. <laughs> On a podcast. So uh, <laughs> it's so funny that we actually bonded over like talking about a podcast. We too, did. Which is funny. We did. Yeah. So you I were was cleaning, listening to one, yeah. You were listening to a podcast yeah. and I was like, oh, I know someone who's friends with that guy. And so <laughs> so I pulled kind of an I know the owner. Uh, oh my and, god. Um, yeah, it was Judge John Hodgman, wasn't that? Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. He I'll let you know a little secret. He's not a real judge. No, you're breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. No, he's wonderful. His show is such a trip. His show is is it's really it's good. Kind of that's kind of my dream show is to like hear people's problems and judge them about it. Absolutely. Um, but we kind know, of already like do the, that in life. But yeah, yes, to put it on course. a show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I watch I watch Judge Judy every day. Do you really? I DVR Judge Judy. That's and I, I mean, I don't watch it every single day, but I record every episode. That's incredible. And I watch it like when I get ready for work. I'm like, I love I'm, it. I'm ready to be, you know, amenable to people because I'm Amazing. watching the like bitchiest lady on television. Oh my gosh, the I worst humans. I wouldn't consider bitchy though because she's right. No, she's a hundred percent right. <laughs> right. That is the world I want to live in. That's it. 
and we didn't even realize that we both have curly hair because oh we were yes. hat. Which is like and so easy to talk about. It becomes this conversation, it's, you know. It's, I mean, I've I sent you a few pictures of my curly hair products, <laughs> but and then I took a picture of a few more, and I was like, she's gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I was thinking this. I was like, I if guess, I send this, it's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm so glad you did. I think that my um, my like pandemic hobby was reading about curly hair products and then purchasing them. It is quite the topic of conversation. No, seriously, because it's one of those things that there's so many products out there, and then when you find someone that has similar hair. And it's that there are so many products out there, and they're all fairly new, because up until, like, five years ago, there was nothing. So true. There was, like, Diva Curl, and that was fairly new. And then everything else for curly hair was like, how to get rid of that terrible curly hair oh problem gosh. you have. And, have you ever, and, like, straightened yours in the past? Like, no, that whole thing? I yeah. have not. I Good. never did. Um, I once, as a favor to a friend, I don't even know how this came up, but he was like, do me a favor. There, there, it was for a magazine where they, like, showcase their products to various magazines in order for the magazine to, like, highlight those products in the spread. Got it. So it was these, like, hair straightening products. Oh, my gosh. And they used me, like, they would use the product on my hair and show how beautiful it looked straight, and then they would spray it with water and have it bounce <laughs> back up to show that. This is how easy it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to show, like, yeah, show, Just like, how well the straightener yeah. works. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Um, yes. Um, but other than that, I think that was maybe the only time wow. I ever blew my hair straight. Like I, I did never... mine straight for like seven years. Wow. Yeah. Like on my own. I didn't do it like professionally. Did you, did you think your hair was ugly? I did. I for a long oh, time. I, hate that. I know it sucked. When I was a kid I was tortured. It was like frizzy I and I used to try and like mat it down with so much gel. Oh man. And my mom had curly hair has curly hair. Uh-huh. It's similar to you to yours, okay. actually. Yeah. It's like it used to be a lot curlier. But did she your had mom f- straighten her hair? She did. She had oh. a fro in high school. Uh-huh. And then she, uh, they legit ironed it with an iron. Oh, wow. Yeah. And in movies, when somebody, like, gets pretty or becomes a princess or becomes oh, yeah. the popular girl, they always straighten their hair. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, remember when you were ugly and your hair was curly and yeah. gross? <laughs> you're like, now you're beautiful. Yeah. It took me a <laughs> while to get to that point mm-hmm. of, like, embracing it. Except in Greece. Oh my gosh! It Greece was, like was the opposite. Inspired to have <laughs> yes. big hair, yeah. Or yes. the '80s. Like I feel like I was just born in the yeah. wrong decade. Yeah, I was around in the '80s, so <laughs> that's kind of where I, I think got that, my style. There you from. go. There you go. Yeah, it was like cool to have super straight hair and like thin eyebrows when I was in high school and college. So I butchered my eyebrows. Yeah, it was bad. Oh no! Yeah, I never butchered my eyebrows either. I got lucky. And then they got. And then it was a fad to have huge bushy eyebrows recently. So yeah. yes. But you're like, now they don't grow back. <laughs> um, yes. And, but I did like come in on the like shaving your bikini line completely naked. So there's that. Ah, like that it. will never grow back. Yeah. Yeah. But I was, I was a child of the 70s. So I thought like, oh man, when I grow up, I'm going to have the biggest bush in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they changed it. So I mean, things, to, <laughs> things to aspire to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I thought like, that's what. That's what's hot. That's what everybody wants. A bush, right? Hey. Yeah. So now I have it on top. Um, so we got off topic, which, I know. which ha- it totally it's, happens. And curly hair stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> Always. Um, so did we go through all of your jobs? Have you ever oh, been gosh. fired? 
I have never been fired. What? Yeah, not from a bar job, at least. But Ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I was different? like a, I think I was like a kid when I got fired from this bakery. Yeah, but that was okay. <laughs> I yeah, I've never been fired. That's so crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What was your first job um, like as a kid? Oh my gosh! Actually, I was in a restaurant. It was so oh. illegal too. I was so young. I was wow. like thirteen. How'd you get that? Yeah, I got it through a friend who was, like, working at this local clam bar Mm -hmm. in our hometown because there's, I I grew up in Oceanside, which Mm -hmm. is, like, 10 minutes north of Long Beach. So right in between those two towns is Island Park. And there's an establishment that's been there for a thousand years called Peter's Clam Bar. Uh And I got hired as a bus girl. (laughs) And uh, That's amazing. I did get fired from that. I lied. I did get fired from that um, because I was just too young. And we would, like... We were playing soccer with the cherry tomatoes, like in the dining, I always in the dining wanted, area. <laughs> like from when I was born, I always wanted like a real job, like a job that I was too young to have. I had like <laughs> dreams. I guess like in movies, there were always kids my age that like had a job and like a tough home life, yes. and they went yeah. to their. And uh, I tried to get like a paper a paper route. Oh my gosh! And. I, my mother wouldn't let me do it because she was like, you're not going to get up and do it and then I'm going to have to do it because you have to, like, pay for the papers. Gosh, and like, how you, early would you have to get up? You have to get up, yeah, like, Super four early, in the morning. Four, oh, yeah. man. Woo. And you have to buy the papers from, like, the daily, it was the daily news. So you have to buy the papers from the daily news and then when your clients pay, that's, you get them, you keep that money. Yeah, so, wow. So, um, and if you don't deliver them, you don't get, you bought these papers. Did, how did you do? So, how did you do? No, I didn't, my, she wouldn't let me do it. She wouldn't let like, oh, man. And, and <laughs> I really think, even as an adult looking back, and I know I didn't like getting out of bed, I really think I would have done it because I wanted a job so bad. I used to cut out of school and go to work oh, like, man. when I had a job. Yeah. So I think, mom, if you're listening to this and you're not because <laughs> I didn't tell you I have a podcast, um, I think I still could, I still think I could have done Heck that yeah. job. yeah. Would have been the best paper girl. <laughs> it would have been amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I, yeah, we started working super young. My mom was like, nah, you guys got to get out there. You got to do your thing. How many siblings do you have? I have two. Yeah, my brother started working in Freeport on the boats out there, like uh-huh. gutting fish when he was like awesome. really super young. I don't know how we got these jobs. We were so young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I have an older sister as well. Yeah. Did she gut fish too? She didn't. She, <laughs> she, that would be so funny if she did. Wow, just thinking about that. Um, yeah, and I grew up with my grandmother, so like we were around like my Italian grandmother, uh-huh. just around like really good food all the time. So just have a knack for like amazing food too. And growing up on Long Island, just being around lots of delicious fish. Awesome. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Peter's Clam Bar. That was the first one. Weird. Shout out. <laughs> yes, go show them some love. They're great. <laughs> Get some clams. And so so now, how long have you been cleaning beer lines? I just celebrated a year in December. Oh, nice. Yeah, so super fresh still. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I learn something new every day. It's crazy. That's it's, crazy. It's, yeah, it's a really, it's a tough job. I mean, it's early hours, heavy lifting, but it's gratifying yeah. in so many ways. Like, I'm a naturally clean person, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't part of the interview or anything, but, um, yeah, it's definitely super gratifying, you know, making sure that the product that's been made and taken such care into mm-hmm. creating beer has now been put through a really clean line. Yeah. You just, you just value that product so much more, and I have so much respect for the people that make beer. I mean, my boyfriend's a brewer at okay. a brewery in Queens, so it's... 
Yeah, it so means it's, a lot. It's, it's it's the family business. It's the family business. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> beer brings people together. And so, as um, that that a beer line cleaner that is that like the right terminology? Am I like yeah, draft okay. tech? Draft tech. Yeah. Okay, that's that's better. Draft <laughs> tech. Um, so, how many bars do you have the keys to? Oh yeah, we actually are starting to get more and more. So I don't have that many, but one of the guys who's been with the company for like eight years uh-huh. has like a slew of keys. Wow, <laughs> which kind of it, it's stressful because it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, but I just got a bunch of keys from the owners of like Rockarola, uh, mm-hmm. Lucky Dog, Skinny Dennis. Oh, they just okay. gave us a bunch of keys, and it was like a whole responsibility yeah yeah <laughs> but it's That's good it's serious. like it's super helpful yeah um and a little a bit stressful yeah there's a lot of like security stuff but uh it's a lot it's so much easier for us because now we can get in there early yeah. we can get in at like six you know yeah now i'm like do going back and keys? forth <laughs> I, I i do want to give you keys but then i'm not going to come in and say hello i know this is true um, yeah so um, so true so i'm like now we have to hang and listen to a podcast there you go <laughs> so i'm like which one do i, I know want? it's true um, but I kind of wish I could give everyone the keys because, like, every different company wants to, like, meet me here at 9 a.m. Oh on gosh. a different day of the week. And I'm like, you know, not now, but normal times we open sure. till 4 in the morning. I can't be here <laughs> every minute happen. that the bar is open. No. Like, I have to be home at some point. I have cats that are very demanding. Yes. They're needy. <laughs> they are. They need, they need to, to walk on my legs. They need it. I know. They need some pets. Um, <laughs> I love it. So now you're at Beer Witch. Yeah. Tell me about Beer Witch. So Beer Witch opened in October. October 2020. This, October 2020. Wow. Yeah, what a brave do you know, song. Do you know when they signed their lease? Was it during? Yeah, she signed it. Gosh. I just want to know if it was during. That's a good question. I think it, no, I think it was pre-COVID. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure it was pre-COVID. Um, and yeah, the build-out was really stressful. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it took her a long time to find a space, to get a space, um, yeah, I'm super proud of her. She's a friend of mine. and Actually, was an old customer of mine at oh. a bar that I worked at for five years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's my newest venture. I'm bartending on Fridays. That's awesome. And this is Bartending in, in quotations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more of a bottle shop okay. at this point. Nothing on draft as of yet. Okay. And we aren't doing indoor dining as of yet. Okay. But we're getting there. Are you, are you going to? Yeah, okay. for sure. There's going to be... come check it out. Yeah, please. Come by This is her first place? This is her first place. I love when women open bars. Yes! (laughs) I'm so proud of her. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so great. And yeah, she's... She is a a Cicerone, like I mentioned before. Okay. So she has the certificate where she, you know, she does the purchasing of the beer. And she does that whole thing. Because she's huge, passionate about it. Oh, I kind of want to see the conversations between her and the, like... Manhattan beer rep. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to get record that because yeah. I, I actually did a podcast with a buddy of mine who worked for SKI, mm-hmm. and I was working as a beer rep at the time. Uh-huh. So I've had like many jobs throughout the beer industry. Oh, see, I didn't even know you were a beer rep. So I was a beer rep for a brewery called Barrier Brewing Company, which is okay. uh, out I've actually from it's in Oceanside. No, oh, it's from my hometown. Oh wow! Yeah. See, yeah. I thought I knew something. <laughs> There's another one with a B that's You're so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just like, you know, being a female also in that role, too. It was yeah, like yeah. super interesting. You get these guys who try to school you, you know. Definitely. Like, they think they know so much more than you. And you're like, eh, eh yeah. I know myself. <laughs> they, they, they don't get to do that to me because I'm like, nope, I don't want anything. No, nah, you nope. don't take shit. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Like, don't even talk to me about beer. I don't know anything about it. I, I have know. a friend that tells me what to buy. Don't you think, like, being a rep is, like... 
is you see them coming from like a mile away, right? It's, you can just yes. like, and I you can like try to smell I, it. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. like look, I call them like derpy. They just look derpy. Like they've got these like almost like khaki pants on and like a backpack. And you're like, oh my gosh, what's happening Yes, yeah, so there's always a backpack because there's like a beer. Oh yeah, backpack. absolutely. So I, I was not that. I was like not at all that. I mean, being a female to begin with in the beer industry, you mm-hmm. know, selling beer was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I would have talked to you, but I also would have been like, oh, awesome. just <laughs> tell me what to get. <laughs> just give just me the thing. Me, just give me the thing. No, yeah. Sell me, sell no, me the tap handle it. and that's it. They <laughs> always want to come in and like open a beer and share it with you. And it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I know. You're like, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, give this to me and I'll bring it home and I'll like drink it after dinner. Sure. Um, and usually that's what ends up happening, but they always are first like, no, let's just open it and taste it together. And oh I'm gosh. like... They like don't think you're going to taste it. You're like... Eh. And I might not. Sure, I might just sure. give it to one yeah. of the bartenders. I mean, there's or, so many products out there yeah. too, right? Like, yes. you, I, I hate doing cold calls. Like, I wanted mm-hmm. people to know I was at least coming, you know, like dropping yes. by. You don't want to just like surprise somebody. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I mean, being a salesman is, a, or I should say salesperson, is a very thankless job. So tough. <laughs> so tough. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that that was an interesting, that was an interesting go. But yeah, she definitely deals with like all of that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she, she stands her ground. She knows what she wants. She knows what she likes. So she easily says no as well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, and she has a slew of fridges, which have so much good stuff. Uh, and she gets what she likes. Yeah. And I respect that. So she's not like forced to get something local just because it's local. Yeah, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. You know? Yeah, and there's people that hound her in a way that's oh yeah, I'm sure. Un- yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I'll generally like, I'm like, this is how I do things. Um, I change, you know, like I keep. We have twelve yeah. lines, and all the bars are basically the same. We have twelve lines. Six of them are staying the same. Yeah. Did you find the Kostritzer tap handle? Um, I did. Nice. Stuart found it. It was nice. in the drawer where it was, it was supposed in the drawer. to be. It was in the yeah. drawer. Yeah, and it just, like, was hiding from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we have six that we're not changing, and then, like, we have four that are going to change with the seasons. Perfect. And then we have, like, another two that, I yeah. don't know, maybe we'll change them once a year. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah. Easy enough. So, Keep it like, simple. So, don't bother, and don't, don't you dare bother me. About pumpkin ale. Oh my gosh! It, until October. Yeah, seriously. Oh, you do carry one? Yes. Nice. But they are not. Good. Don't tell me in August. I don't even want to know that fall is don't coming. Don't even come to me. No. Do not come to me in August <laughs> for pumpkin. But it's gonna run out. I don't care. No, I it will care. not run out. It's, yeah. They're trying to push you. Yeah. Then I'll get one. I'll get one that didn't run out. And then you I'll need get to get your lines one. cleaned after because it's so pumpkin yes. in there. So yeah, I'll be, I'll yeah. getting those calls. Yeah. Getting those calls for sure. <laughs> There's, like, beers that have, like, oysters in them, and they need to call me, and they're like, so we need to clean the lines because there's an allergy with that. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Cool, 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 Yeah, 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 we got you. So sometimes I'll just go and clean, like, one line. Didn't Guinness <laughs> used to have... Um, oh, yeah, something Guinness like that. used to have, yeah. like, like, a shellfish thing. They I've just, heard that. In I the, feel like they went vegan within, like... That, I feel like I that was recent. the last five years or yeah. so. They're yeah, like, it wasn't we no that longer long ago. Fish oil or so crazy. I forgot what it was. Me too. We now can, that I'm thinking about it. it. I'm like, should we look it up? Yeah. Let's look it up. I, I, mean, I have a device as a, as that a Guinness I drinker in my pocket. I love Guinness so much. Let's see. What do I say? Why was Guinness... Someone. The first word was invented, not... <laughs> 
vegan. <laughs> I'm so glad that it was invented. Yeah. Um, brewers often use fish bladders, more formally known as... Oh, gosh. It looks like icing glass. Um, okay. But I-S-I-N-G-L-A-S-S, for the filtering of cast beers. Interesting. Yes. I have to ask my, my gal friend who works for Guinness. Yeah. Heather McReynolds. Bam, bam. And then it says, and this is like from 2017, Guinness is eliminating fish guts from production. <laughs> in, in when? 20... 2017. Wow. See, yeah. that doesn't seem that long it's, ago. It's not. That's it's not that crazy. long ago. Yeah. Speaking of which, may I have another one? I'm of like, course. <laughs> yes. Of course. Let's, uh, yeah, 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 let's yeah, give yeah, yeah. Jamie a chance to finish taking oh, that yeah, temperature. Yeah, yeah. I would like another one, too. Heck yeah. Yeah. That one's good. I think I'm out of mezcal at home. It's a sad day. I think day. I am too. It's a sad day. We just got a handle of four roses though, so we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be all right. We don't drink that much at home. Um, I actually, I very rarely drink at home, only if there's if it's a special occasion because I drink. Sure. You know, at, and you at have work. this at your disposal. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Stuart recently cut out most of his drinking. Good so on you. Good on you, During ben. the, like, during the, like... Strict quarantine, we were doing these little um, Facebook shows, and we would have a drink on camera, Um, and so we would, like, make a drink and have a drink, and then I would have two drinks, and I would be wasted, because I just hadn't... (laughs) You're like, how did this happen? Can we have another round, please? Thank you. Oh, have you ever had to throw anybody... I have, like, a few notes. Have you ever had to throw somebody out of the bar? Oh, yeah. I mean, people who, like, fall asleep at the bar, that's definitely, like, a big one. Um, yeah, that for sure. I mean, there have been unwanted guests that come in also. Uh Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to recall, like, any particular moments in time. Probably not yet at Beer Witch because people are not not inside. Yeah, not so much. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, just, like, people falling asleep at the bar. That's usually been one of the big ones. And I've mostly worked with um, bouncers, which is super helpful. Super helpful, yeah. I had a customer that was narcoleptic. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think. We assumed he was narcoleptic. <laughs> he was one of my favorite customers. It was a bar I worked at 20 years ago in the village. And he would come in after a shift, and he would order a Budweiser, and I would serve it to him, and I would put it on the coaster, and then he would just fall asleep standing up. And oh, my would, gosh. Yeah. And then you would look over, and then every so often the Budweiser was empty and on the side of the coaster. So you would just replace it and give him another Budweiser and take the money out. And then, yeah. and then when you weren't looking, it would, it would go. It would, and then every so often he would, like, look up and say something, and it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> And then he would just go back that was to it. sleep. Just and then out. he would have like three or four beers. Every so often you would hear a snore. And then he would leave like a $6 tip, like a perfectly fine tip, Average tip. And yep. just yep. go. Yep. That's it. I lo- hey. And I was like, I want a bar. His name is Calvin. I was like, I want a bar full, full of, of these guys. Just full of these Like guys. eight of them <laughs> snoring, bobbing the their heads. The Let best. me grab these drinks. Jamie's lovely. Thank you, dear. Oh, thank you, Mama. And that might, we're going to make a... I'll air cheers you. We can do a bottom of the glass Yes, we can. Boom. Love it. Okay. So. Yeah, I I, I can't say I've thrown anyb
But I worked, I mean, it's so funny because you had a guest on who worked at Hank's and I Uh worked at a bar like catty corner to that essentially called called? St. Gambrinus Beer Shop and it was a a beer bar. Mm -hmm. We had 20 taps and like a bunch of stuff, Uh but it was like right near, you know, um, some housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would get a lot of users come through. So it was like, that was tough. Some people who were just super high and like we had this globe that sat in our window uh-huh. and there was this guy who came in super high like flying a kite he's you know so <laughs> high and he came in and luckily I, you know I had the best I have the best regulars like one of my buddies Nick who was there big guy too could easily pass for a bouncer uh-huh. huge beard big dude and this this uh this high as a kite guy comes in and he grabs the globe and he just looks at it and he's like whoa and he like spins it and uh, my buddy Nick just goes over to him and is like you got you got to mm. go home buddy you got to go <laughs> so having a big globe like that is kind of like daring the customers to get themselves thrown out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, just asking for like, it. <laughs> if you touch this, we're going to throw you out. Yeah. Just so sure. you know. Uh, okay. Just make it sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. <laughs> so that's the indicator. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have a segment on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Called. Yeah. Um, you won't believe the fucking day I had. Ooh. Yeah. I like um, it. Yes. And I've been encouraging people to email me stories about their day. And then I read the emails, and then we talk about it. Um, but people have not been doing that. Ah. So, <laughs> so I You would think being, people would want to talk about their day. You would think that, especially now, because yeah. people can't go to bars. Yeah. Um, but I got a lot of questions about, like, like, what's in this drink and what's in that drink. And I, I guess I'm just not making my wants clear. That's why I'm in therapy. Um, <laughs> so I've been reading from Reddit, Am I the Asshole? Perfect. Um, but somebody did email me, and they emailed me their very own Am I the Asshole? So wow. somebody basically did an Am I the Asshole just for me I love this. to answer, which is kind of my dream. Amazing. Like, I would like everybody to, like, ask me things about their life, and then I could be like, oh, no, you're an you asshole. You were the dick. Yeah. Yep, or, or you're not the asshole. Yeah. So... This Ooh, is I'm an so excited. actual letter okay. that an actual person sent yes, to yes, me. Yes. Um, so I like to start with, um, well, it says, hi, Charlene, but it doesn't <laughs> say, you won't believe the fucking day I had, because I, I can't get that to catch on yet. But one day. <laughs> we'll one get day. it. We'll get it. So it says, hi, Charlene. I was talking with a friend about how much we miss going to bars. Tell me about it. Mm, <laughs> and preach. I remembered a story from last year. I need some Am I the Asshole feedback on. Yes. So, I was leaving my local gay dive, 19 Bar in Minneapolis. I don't know it, but shout out to 19 Bar. hey um, And walking home. My phone had died, but I put my headphones in so people wouldn't talk to me. I do that all the time. <laughs> An older looking man came up to me while I was waiting to cross the street and started trying to get my attention. I ignored him and pretended I was listening to music, hoping he would go away. Unfortunately, he got in front of me and gestured so much, I had to take out my headphones. I apologized for having my headphones in and asked what he needed, at which point he asked if he could borrow my phone to make a call. Oh, my my gosh. Put in the worst scenario possible. (laughs) 
I tried to explain it was dead, <laughs> but oh, realized no. I had just told him I was listening to music. <laughs> what should I have done differently? Is it an asshole move to fake headphones? And, no, uh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> That's kind of mortifying, even though you don't know the person. And it's still like, oh, gosh, the phone is dead. Now what do I say? That's a, kind of a very modern Seinfeld. Oh, absolutely. Um, I've definitely so, done this, especially on the subway. Yes. I mean, for sure. Absolutely. Also, just to, like, absolutely. listen to people's conversations. Yes. I love doing I, that. I've also done that, and I do it at the gym. Oh, nice. Also, yeah. um, <laughs> because I've definitely been at the gym a few times in my, like, Walkman wasn't working like before we had iPods or whatever it was. Right, right, right. And you put the headphones on so people won't talk to you. So Especially you're not as a alone. female in a gym, you're yes. like, yeah, please leave me alone. <laughs> um, but also, as a female walking home, it's dangerous to have your headphones in. I actually have a story about that. I got oh. called out for doing that. Let's I was hear it. I was waiting, I was waiting for the shuttle. I was living in Prospect Lefferts. Okay. And I was waiting for the shuttle to go home, and it was like midnight. I don't know. And like, I've been living in New York City for so long, and I love listening to my headphones when I'm, uh-huh. you know, when, waiting for the train or on the train. And um, yeah, this guy was like, You're making a big mistake, miss, by keeping those headphones. He like literally was like, You better watch yourself. And I was and like, And you were like, From you? I, I felt <laughs> like he was gonna like come mm-hmm. at me. I was like, Holy, what? So, I mean, I did take one out, so yes. now I usually do, like, the one. Yeah. If I'm riding the subway yes. and do that, yeah. That, that at least you can hear. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's an least. asshole? Do you think I, he's... I don't think... And it's funny that you said he, because I also guessed he. I, ooh, um, good. Fair, <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Um, but I don't think he's an asshole. I will I go agree. you one further. I don't think you owe a stranger that's trying to get your attention any kind of explanation. And... Yeah. And Especially late at night, I've, you know, yeah. making like crazy gesture. And maybe it was a female. Yes. Maybe you were, yeah. Yeah. And I've been, I've been walking down the street and somebody stopped me to ask me for the time and is like walking up to me and I'm like, no, how dare you? If you are not trying to hurt me, how dare you walk up to me at night when I'm walking oh, alone absolutely. and ask me anything yes. and put me in danger. Yes. So I'm very much like, uh-uh. Like, I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to look at you. 100%. I don't owe you anything. Get the fuck away. And I yeah. kind of walk down the street like that. And sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you have I'll be. To. Yes. And sometimes I'll be walking with Stuart and he's like, la la la, like skipping along, sucking a lollipop, not a care <laughs> of the world. And somebody will be walking towards us and I'm like, 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 yeah, move, yeah, we have to cross the street. Alive, look alive. And yeah. he's like, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. He's like talking to me. He's like, I'm like, stop talking. We gotta move. Stop we gotta smiling. Move. We have to cross the street. Yeah. Like, you're only looking in one direction. There are every totally. direction totally. to look at. Oh, my so gosh. So I don't think you were the asshole. And I Agreed. think if he caught you lying about using your headphones, like, Whatever. You don't him. owe this guy like, anything. You yeah, don't you know, know that guy anything. <laughs> like... Like, and no, he, honestly, to ask someone to borrow your phone is such a... It's, it, it, it's, a, it's very imposing. It's a huge imposition. Yeah, that's like, a lot. Like, to put your, your phone in a stranger's hand, like, it yeah. has your banking information Unless this on person it. was, it like, has, in, like, it was experiencing some sort of crazy health situation, yes. and that would be or one thing. Or then it's like, can you call 911 for me? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, but, like, just like, to borrow someone's like, phone? I don't yeah. know. No. Nope. I'm going to have to pass on the that. The person that stopped you is an asshole. Yeah. It's... 
two to two to zero. Yes, agreed. <laughs> nice. I'm glad we we, we came solved to a conclusion. It. We solved it. <laughs> we solved send this. Me, guys. Send me more of I these. Love this this yeah. is what I want. Yeah. I want to tell you that you're not an asshole. I'm Unless you are, you <laughs> then I want to tell you that you are. There you go. I want to judge Judy the world. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe like when John Hodgman goes on vacation. Oh my! We'll fill in. I'll get to, yeah. Yeah, fill I love in for it. Him. That Perfect. would be amazing. <laughs> Put it out there. Put it out there. Maybe he's listening. He's probably not listening. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we love you and Justin Long for being on a show. Amazing. Hi Tom. Hi Tom. Um, <laughs> what else? What else should we talk about? We we are uh, wow. We finished, we finished that early. Hello. <laughs> I'm a um, fast talker now. I know. Yeah. I feel like maybe we skipped some some jobs, some Pro- embarrassing probably. stories. Yeah, some... I mean, you know, beer tending is a lot different than regular bartending. I never had, like, crazy late night Yeah, because beer bars usually close a little earlier. A little bit earlier, so I kind of think I tried to avoid, like, any of the craziness. That's smart. Because I just, I don't know, it just wasn't my scene, per se. I love hanging and being in bars and like it's my I love I want to own a bar one day mm-hmm. like I would love to have something similar to Beer Witch yeah. you know in that respect but yeah I guess I never you know I'm working at this job now where I have to get up at 4am you know that's mm-hmm. at times so it's different but I feel like I missed some of the craziness being like a beer tender yes I mean I've seen my crazy stories but and I've worked at bars in the city with booze and stuff mm-hmm. and whatever but yeah I, I think it's a little more mild, and I think that's why I chose it. Just because I didn't... Yes. Not that I don't think I'm not going to put somebody in their place, but I do find myself being a little bit more of a pushover at times, you know? I guess I'm a little softy. Because <laughs> I, I have that, like, hospitality ingrained it's, in me to be, like, nice it's all the time. It puts you in a position. Yes, it's definitely um, a weird job where yes. um, everybody who walks in, you're supposed to be nice to them, and then... You're also supposed to throw them the fuck out when they get out of hand. When shit gets out of hand, and, uh, yeah. And yeah. it's it's not an easy thing to do. Um, I guess this is where we promote any various things. Oh, yeah. Um, where can people find you, I guess, at Beer Witch? Yes, Beer Witch. Uh, Instagram, Carly Bags 11 okay. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to New York City Hospitality Alliance. Okay. Yeah, they're just providing... COVID resources for people in the industry and things mm-hmm. like that, just keeping people in the know and yeah. So people should like Google that and yeah, yeah, anything you know, anything them. there, yeah. Cool. Job listings and things like that too, for sure. And people can go see you at Beerwitch Beer Witch, on yeah. where's what's Fridays. the address? Fridays, on Fridays and it's Bergen between Fifth and Flatbush. Bergen so between right, right near the bar. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy stuff, busy stuff. And if oh. you need your lines cleaned, hit up Draft yeah. Choice. So. Yes. We have the cleanest lines. Cleanest. <laughs> um, and if you want to support Hinterlands, you can come here. We are open Yay. indoor and outdoor, um, 35%. And we're open seven days a week, noon to 11, until whoever is in charge now changes it, because now we don't know. Um, and you can also come to Minis. Um, same, nope. Minis closes at 11. We open a little bit later, um, 3 o'clock during the week, 1 o'clock on the weekends. And um, Yay, Minis. that's it. Thank yeah. you so much Thanks, for being here. Of um, I'm Charlene Wellington. 
This is Carly Mom. And this has been I Know the Owner. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I know the owner.